No. What do you mean, no? Her brother glowered at her across the broad expanse of his desk, but Sophia didn't let it weaken her resolve. She tipped her chin at an intransigent angle and shrugged. No. It's a simple word. Well, why the hell not? A bellow. You and St. Andrews only bellowed when he wanted to intimidate people. Sophia refused to be intimidated, especially by the likes of him, and certainly not on this issue. And, oh, he tried to bully her, dragging her into his study, sitting on the far side of his imposing desk, making her perch in this narrow, uncomfortable chair, as though she were one of his minions called to task over some minor infraction. No, she would not be intimidated. He's handsome. Ewan turned to his wife, who stood across the room, dandling little Will on her hip. Isn't he handsome, Violet? Very handsome, darling. Sophia waved her hand. Pish! And he's rich. I had Colin look into it. No prancing popinjay without a farthing. Money is not important. Ewan's brow darkened. You have no idea what you're saying, Sophia. Money is everything, especially when you don't have it. And I said, pish! It's been four years, four seasons. You're twenty, nearly on the shelf. You've had twenty-four proposals. Twenty-seven, actually. She hadn't told him about the other three who had gone down on bended knee before her when no one was around. You've said no to them all. Why? I didn't see it. It! What it? Ewan raked his fingers through his hair as he did when he was at his wit's end. He raked his fingers through his hair a lot around her. She shrugged again. You know, the look. His lips flapped, rather like a trout. The look? What look? Sophia tipped her head to the side. The look I see in your eyes when you so much as glance at Violet. His brow beetled and his attention skimmed to his wife. That look flared, doting and warm, absolute love. Not the mere flicker of attraction because she was pretty or the avaricious gleam because her brother was a wealthy and powerful man, but love for her and her alone. Yes, she whispered. That one. Oh, this is absurd. Heinrich is a fucking prince for fuck's sake. Ewan, language! Violet set her free hand over Will's tiny, shell-like ear, as though Will hadn't heard that word before. Sophia wrinkled her nose. He's an Austrian prince. Some obscure little burg in the Alps. She'd rather move to the wilds of India, Africa, perhaps. The colonies? A little thrill trickled through her at the thought. What an adventure that would be. She'd never had an adventure. Not a real one. Oh, how she'd love to. Ewan stood in a rush, tipping over his chair. He paced the room. It made Sophia dizzy to watch. You used to be docile. You used to be obedient. Whatever happened to that girl? She blinked. When had she ever been docile or obedient? Had he even been paying attention? I worked, slaved. Sacrifice my whole life to create opportunities for you, and this is how you repay me, by being defiant, by saying no, time and time and time again. Ah, guilt now. Too bad for him she was heartless. Yes, I, you, we. 
it didn't become him to sputter so. Sophia stood as well, but only because in her estimation this interview was over. There was nothing more to discuss. I'm not marrying Heinrich von Oosterreich. See, you don't even know his name. It's Wichtichterisch. He'd completely missed her pun. He often did, but Violet caught it. Her lips twitched and she winked. Darling, she said in a soothing voice. Bless her. You didn't work all your life for Sophia to have a princely husband. I didn't. Lovely. Now he was bellowing at Violet. She wasn't intimidated either. No, you did not. You slaved and sacrificed so she could have something even more precious. I did? He frowned. What was that? Choices. You wanted her to have choices, the freedom to choose her own path, forge her own destiny. 